0: What's up, Pharmacy Nation. I am Pharmacy Joe. Thank you for being a listener of the Elective Rotation, a critical care and hospital pharmacy podcast. This is episode 628. In this episode, I'll discuss how fluid overload affects the pharmacokinetics of extended infusion miropenem in critically ill patients with sepsis. I have all the evidence supporting today's show linked up in the show notes at PharmacyJoe.com episode 628. Therapeutic monitoring of beta-lactams has not yet reached everyday practice in most hospitals, owing both to a lack of data and a lack of in-house test results that would be available in a practical time frame. Researchers recently published in the journal Critical Care a prospective single-center study to assess whether fluid overload alters meropenem pharmacokinetics and the achievement of pharmacokinetic pharmacodynamic targets for efficacy. The authors enrolled 25 septic ICU patients, 18 of which had perioperative intraabdominal or respiratory infections with septic shock. Over three days of therapy with IV meropenem 2 grams over 3 hours every 8 hours, plasma levels, fluid balance, and urine creatinine clearance were measured. Out of the 25 patients enrolled, 11 had fluid overload, and 9 of these were receiving meropenem for peritonitis. On average, the fluid overload patients had 26% lower meropenem clearance, 10% higher volume of distribution, and a 54% longer half-life. Over the three-day study period, as the fluid balance in the overloaded patients normalized, their pharmacokinetic parameters approached those of the non-fluid overload group. The meropenem dosing regimen used ensured adequate concentrations to treat infections with pathogens that had an MIC of 2 mg per liter or less. This is generally the breakpoint used to declare an organism sensitive to meropenem. When a higher breakpoint of an MIC of 8 mg per liter was applied to represent pathogens with reduced susceptibility, the fluid overload group performed much better. With the higher breakpoint, fluid overload patients achieved the target concentration 67% of the time versus just 27% for non-fluid overloaded patients and achieved a fraction of the dosing interval above the MIC of 79% versus 58%. The study is the first that I'm aware of that highlights these differences in fluid overloaded patients. While the authors make good points like these findings emphasize the importance of therapeutic drug monitoring and a cautious approach to augmented maintenance dosing of meropenem to patients with fluid overload infected with less susceptible pathogens, Until hospital laboratories are able to turn around miropenem levels in a clinically relevant time frame, there will be no ability to monitor miropenem concentrations in practice. In the meantime, we can use this data to suggest the likelihood of achieving acceptable miropenem concentrations when treating fluid overloaded septic patients. Members of my Hospital Pharmacy Academy have access to a video-based training on the state of therapeutic drug monitoring with beta-lactams, plus hundreds of other resources to help you in your practice. The Hospital Pharmacy Academy is my online membership site that teaches pharmacists practical, critical care, and hospital pharmacy skills you can apply at the bedside so that you can become confident in your ability to save lives and improve patient outcomes. To get immediate access, go to PharmacyJoe.com slash academy. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode of the Elective Rotation.